0: Peace and power black family, this is your host Raheem Shabazz and I am here for another episode of Necessary Blackness Podcast and today is a special day. Usually we broadcast on Wednesday at 6pm but we decided to do something today because as y'all know, um, the current event that's happening in black America is the brutal killing of our beloved brother nipsey Hussle, so that's why we're doing this special broadcast plus we have a special guest that's in the building with us and he's no stranger to necessary blackness podcast and that's the brother blue pill my brother how are you yes indeed
1: peace love and light family you know under the circumstances i'm doing well okay okay Mm.
0: and um This is a subject matter that I wanted to discuss because I know that you had a personal relationship with the brother. Um, I know him through his music. However, um, I know when a person makes their music and you hear them speak, their spirit can resonate with you or it can't resonate with you. And his spirit resonated with a lot of people. And that's why I think like no time... From before, the only time I seen people this distorted was with Pac and Biggie. Facts, you know. Um, but his situation was a little bit different. Was a lot more different because um, no one's seen this happen. You know, no one's seen it coming, and um, yeah. I think that um, there's a lot of misinformation that's going on out around, especially on the internet. Um, certain things is being said. Certain things is, um, there's some truth to it. And as always, they're taking truth and mixing it with falsehood. So before we go into any of that, I want you to talk about your personal relationship with him and how you met the brother.
1: Well, um, in 07... Hold on. Who the hell is calling me during the interview? <clears throat> in 07, um... I, had a, I used to hustle in Harlem on 125th, right, mm-hmm. across the street from Sarnet in front of the Apollo. I had an encounter with the police, with the NYPD, the Boys in Blue. I'm going to walk you through all of the blues in, involved in this story. I had an encounter with the Boys in Blue um, on 125th. I had a fight with eight or ten of them. Mm. This was the first... Video camp, because the nigga never filmed it right. So this was the first instance for like on some World Star shit where niggas is watching you get fucked up by the police. So this was World Star before. Worldstar, this was World Star before right? World Star, right? Before niggas had video phones, he had his camcorder and he was taping me have a fight with eight to ten NYPD officers on one twenty fifth. So I get locked up because they get hurt and I didn't. If you see the video because he put it on his page, he put it up. That was one of his first videos to jumpstart his network, his mm-hmm. channel. Right, I was handling eight to ten police, so the block was hot after that, even though yeah. they, I had my respect mm-hmm. and they wasn't, you know, testing me anymore or what have you. It was just a little bit more difficult, you know, to come out there and hustle. My 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 business partner was a little thrown off, so we were hustling in the daytime in Harlem and go film at night because mm-hmm. we had a, a, a B Cat situation, we had a yeah. B Cat show called Street Knowledge. And we would do red carpets and all of that at night. We would subsidize our income by hustling T-shirts in the daytime in Harlem. So when that trap ran out and we couldn't do that anymore, we went downtown. He linked up with one of his um, childhood friends called um uh, brother named Bang Out. He was doing beats for 50 Cent G-Unit at the time. Mm-hmm. So he had a studio on 42nd Street. He was like, yo, my man is looking for a cameraman. His man happened to be uh, a dude named Johnny Shipes. Um Johnny Sykes was a, a young Jewish dude that was in the industry that had a record label called Cinematic Music Group. And his main artist at the time was a young brother out of LA named, named Nipsey Hussle.
0: Mm-hmm. And they had okay. a deal
1: at Epic, but there was no heat around the project. He ain't had no single. He didn't really have a presence. He just had a name. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? He had some mixtapes and shit. So he was like, yo, we need visuals. You know what I mean? Now this is 07, the internet is just starting to kick in. People haven't really figured it out. They was on MySpace, yeah. Black Planet, and stuff like that. But we had a YouTube channel since January 1st, 2007. Up until this point, we all, we already had a million views on YouTube. Okay. That was an anomaly. And we yeah. had a blog called Street Knowledge.
0: Yeah, I know that, about the blog. Yeah,
1: we, we, had, we had millions of views. in. so when we went and took the meeting with Epic and showed them our numbers... And we laid out our, you know, our presentation. They fired the entire promotional department and hired us, mm. right? Unfortunately, because the promotional department was gunning for us in the meeting. Like, yo, yeah. y'all got to get them. They fired. <laughs> they know what they doing. And the industry didn't know the internet at that time. They so They fired
0: them and hired y'all.
1: They fired them and hired us. And so was like, you know what? We're going to get rid of them niggas and bring y'all in. Wow. You know what I'm saying? And it was only three of us at yeah. the time. And we brought a fourth person on, my, my, my brother, brother Nadi. Right Who's still with us to this day Shout out to Nadi And um, So we started We got a budget And we started going to work On Nipsey's project We was in charge of his Online media Meaning that we ran The the website We built the website out And we ran it It was called Slawsonboy.com And we shot a three part Documentary called Turned Up mm. Right This was the first time That that word was used In public Nobody had no, Nobody knew what Turned Up was Okay Just like when we was in, With J Records and we was with um, Hurricane Christendom. That's the first time we ever heard "ratchet," right? Hmm. That mm-hmm. was a word that came out of Shreveport, Louisiana. So "turned up" was a term that they was using out west. You know what I'm saying? We we went, we um we got the co sign from Big U to come and shoot in the 60s. The first time that was ever been done. Uh, my partner Majesty went out there and shot for them. Um, we put the documentary together, put it on World Star. A million views in 24 hours. Wow. No payola, right? Mm-hmm. They didn't even know Q at World Star like that in terms of the record labels. All of that was organic views. The fact that Nipsey had that magnetism, he had a story, and immediately looked like Snoop Dogg. So people yeah. was like, who's this? And he could spit, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But he was taking you to the turf no one had ever seen the 60s. So there was a lot of things that worked in his favor in terms of the uh, the attention, you know, that he was able to garner. And um, he... um. He he just uh he was working on his project. He was looking for a radio single. He couldn't get his song played on the radio though because he had gang injunctions. So LAPD told the radio, "You can't play this music." And he couldn't mm. even perform in his city or nothing. Wow. So the budget kind of dried up, and Sony had to drop him eventually because they like, "We putting money into this artist, but we don't have no radio singles from him, and he can't, he can't, he can't move like we need him to move. He's yes. too real." Yeah. He's too real. They wanted him to dumb shit down. And he's like, you know, I can only be true to the cloth. So he was too real for, you know, for the industry, you know, for the plasticity. Too real for TV. He was too real for TV at that time.
0: Well, let me ask you another thing. Um, yeah. beyond the music, y'all develop a relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, tell me about that relationship. And when you met him, um, yeah. I know that you introduced him to the teachings. How receptive was he with I- that?
1: Yeah, like I said, you know, when I met Nip, Nip was on already on. Nip was on point. You know, Nip always had street knowledge. Yeah. Nip was always conscious. When I met Nip, Nip was already talking about real estate and buying a hood back and investments and entrepreneurship and ownership and Nip was already on that. You feel okay. me? Um I'm just building and overbuilding with him if something seeped in from them sessions, then so be it, but I would stand to say that I probably learned more from him than he might might've learned from me. Cause I did a lot of listening. You know what I'm saying? Cause he was already, he he had it. He had his plans. He had his ideas. He had this thing already mapped and figured out, you know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, one of the things that he did tell us though, is the reason that we had got the co-sign to do some of the things that we was able to do in terms of in the neighborhood was that he said, my big homies, big homies, watch y'all on VHS. So, you know, the little community shit that we was doing in the conscious community in New York, those those, those VHSs travel the world, you know what I'm saying? And they, they connected with some of the right people. Like, even to this day, when I go to LA and you have hardcore gangbangers, face tats and all of that, they just be like this. You know what I mean? When they see the kid, they just salute. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, you know, people acknowledge the work that's being done. Um... But but Nip, I would build with Nip, you know what I'm saying? And like I said, I would walk away knowing a little bit more than I did prior to that. And it was just real interesting to me because, like, this was like '08. Now was the time that you had an African in the in the presidency, you know, representing that blue gang, which was them Democrats. He was blaking, yeah. He was banging for blue, and I'm like, Yo, Nip, like, here you go. You an African banging for the
0: Crips? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You
1: know what I'm saying? And then later on, we end up putting together Street Knowledge. I mean, uh, I left Street Knowledge and I started Know the Ledge. Mm -hmm. Right? And that was in 09. Right after MJ died, I left Epic. I never went back in that building ever again. The day after he died, I just bounced. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I went to Harlem and started hustling. Um, We was all outside hustling uh, Michael Jackson Apparel that summer. Okay. It was a financial wave out there. Abundance. And um, me, me and Red you know, formulated the idea to start Notal Edge Radio. Notal Edge TV, because we were shooting footage on flip cams. Showed Sardinetta how to upload footage. tv TV's born out of that. Mm. Notal The tv TV's born. I was like, yo, I'm not going back to the industry. I said, consciousness needs me at this point. At least let me show these niggas how to use the internet.
0: See, that's some history for y'all right <laughs> you there. You know what I'm saying? This is the history... The greatest story that never been told, and you're hearing it first right here on Necessary Blackness Podcast. Now, my next question so, is when untimely things like this happen, you know, years from now we go back and we reflect. You know, I want you to reflect when you heard the sad and sudden news of the brothers. I passing. was
1: I was I was in Apache Cafe last night. And okay. it was the last night of Apache. A historical venue here in Atlanta that I touched They're closing it down? They're closing it down. Last wow. time was the last show. So March thirty first, right? Dealing with this whole ending of chapter, this ending of things. Now, people from my particular cloth, you know, we look at April 1st as the new year. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? In many respects. You dig what I'm saying? So yesterday would be like the finalization of a chapter of a cycle. You know, we could say maybe last year. If this is the new year. You know what I'm saying? So it was the closing. I'm I'm in a venue dealing with the closing of a historical venue. You know, so it was like they did the open mic thing, and I'm vending. I'm I'm cooking up food and shit. I get the text. You know, niggas like, yo, did you hear what happened to Nip? Mm-hmm. I start Googling immediately. You know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, this was before he was pronounced dead, but they said he got hit six times. And I'm just like, that shit don't sound good. You yeah. know, and he got one in the head. And what have you and I just I just started feeling empty you know what I'm saying like those would be one of the, the moments where you always remember where you was at Absolutely. and then I'm like zoned out and I look across from me and there's a jeweler with a table and he got this on the table right and the spiral just jumped out and spoke to me and I'm looking at the blue and this is Chris O'Cola this is a stone that you use when you got heart grief and shit like that oh, okay. so he had it on I'm like son you got another one of those? And he was like, oh shit, he noticed me and shit. Yeah. He was like, you blue pill? And I'm like, yeah. She so he was like, yo, you. I'll sell you this one. Okay. You feel me? And he charged me 60 for it. But yeah. the 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 symbolism didn't miss me because Nipsey's from 60s. Yeah, He's like, yo, you can give me whatever you want. I was like, nah, I'm going to give you the 60. That was spiritual right there. Yeah. And the minute I put it on, it just started making me balance and balancing me. So, you know, I get jury to consecrate certain moments in time. So this, for me, will always be a reminder of of Nipsey. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? This will always represent that spirit, that spiraling aspect of of the continuance of his mission. That's why it spirals. You feel me? Yeah, yeah, so they made the announcement on stage and, and they threw the music on and people were just in a somber mode and it just reminded me of like, you know, like when we lost Pac. Yeah, You know, when we lost these situations that the grieving, you know, the women emoting, crying, you know what I'm saying? You could really feel like, yo, that was neighborhood. My
0: nephew got killed. Like, you felt it. Yeah, You dig what I'm saying? I I had several people calling me um, that was in tears. Tears. And um, some of them knew him personally and some of them knew him just through his music. You know, you talked about numerology and the the number 60 and right. what it meant and right. different things like that. Um, and I know if anybody can decipher it, you can. There was a sister that was online. And mm-hmm. I just think that, you know, sometimes we have to wait um, and everything shouldn't be done right out in the open, especially after someone transitioned. There's a period of time where families I, I want you
1: I want you to speak on that cuz I'm getting beat up online for even suggesting that. So,
0: Yeah. All right. <laughs> I, so, I want you to speak. All like right.
1: what are you talking about that there's a period of time?
0: All right. When my brother transitioned, I was going through a lot of grief, right? Yes. And I called several individuals and um, it helped me get through it. And the one thing they was telling me is that Raheem, for the next seventy-two hours, it's gonna be really hard and painful for you, because his soul and his spirit is still here. And after seventy-two hours, you know, his soul is gonna leave the right. uh, physical realm, the realm. and Making transition the right. to the spiritual realm. Right. So there's that seventy-two hour period. So. When I'm starting to see a lot of these posts, I'm like, come on, man. You know what I mean? But there was one post, and this, yo, let me tell you something, man. They dragged this girl, right? But I started looking into what she was saying, and I'm like, there's a hidden meaning in everything, you know? And, um, you know, when you, we deal with numerology and we deal with numbers, and I know you're big on that. Um, yes. But I'm going to read to the family some of the things that she was saying, Please do. She was saying that his death was a direct hit to the subconscious, a shot to the head. The spine is connected to the brain, made up of 33 bones. And se- right. And said to have the fluid of Christ, right? And Christ was said to have died at the age of 33. Nipsey, who had a Messiah complex, died at the age of 33. And now we know... um in Genesis where it talks about Jacob's ladder and the 33 steps. We know that's the 33 vertebrate, you know, so she went a little deeper. She said uh, the number 33 is a direct sequence of human DNA as well. And then when we deal with numerology, the master number is 33 and one third, the illuminated nurturer. And L.A. is on the 33. Third parallel when you hear things like that, what is your analysis of that um you
1: know we we always speak about the significance of numbers you know I like to explain you know what I'm saying this whole life is that we're clothed yeah. in the illusion of flesh but it's really numerics running underneath no. Right, everything is 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 a program. It's coded, it's coded in, in yeah. my in my world. Yeah, that might not in right. Code. That might not be for the same for everybody. But in my world, you know, life is coded. You know what I'm saying? So everything to me is is numerology, and um, I, I don't think that you know we should miss the significance of that connection and that correlation. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? As we move towards Easter, I think it's on the 23rd of April, but. Even if we move towards, you know, the the, the supposed, the, the if Jesus was alive and he died, according to the theologists and the historians, they said that he died April 3rd, 33 AD. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that would be roughly three to four days, you know what I mean, prior to this young man making his transition. transition. So I seen the threes involved. I see a lot of threes. I see a lot of sixes. Like I said, it was it was the last day of an old cycle moving into a new cycle, which is a three cycle. 2019 equals up to three, right? Yeah, absolutely. Nine plus one is 10, plus two is 12, three. two plus one is three. Yeah, absolutely. Right? He had 3.3 3 million followers. At the time of his demise, he was 33. You dig what I'm saying? This is a strong three year. You know what I mean? The 31st um,
0: day of the third the month.
1: The 31st day of the third month. You know what I'm saying? Um And
0: then also, they said in addition to him being shot, two other people were yeah, shot. Yeah, so three, so people, was three were shot. people were shot. And then they said that there was three shootings right after he got shot. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, they're trying to label it retaliatory shootings and right. things like yeah. that. So the the le- the number three is surrounding us, and they said, you know, Death happens in threes. Say,
1: yeah, death comes in threes. Yeah. So, so this is this is a transitional year. This is a transitory year. A lot of people are going to be checking out mm. going into 2020. You know what I'm saying? And this is not to spook anybody. This is just saying, look, if this shit could happen to Nip, of all people, go. it could happen Any to anybody. Us because we do a lot of time in, in this world evaluating people in their human condition mm-hmm. like we know everything that we need to know about another person oh this person was doing this this person was doing that the good don't you know what I'm saying only the good die young and I'm not taking anything away from Nip I don't know his day to day personal situation Yeah, but let's just say that he was the um, archetype that we believe him to be for me he was an archetype in terms of that brother inspires me you know what I'm saying? He's everything that I aspire to be in an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He's everything I aspire to be in an artist. Mm-hmm. Um, uncompromising. You feel me? Yeah. Did it on his own terms. Did it his own way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even when the label dropped him, he built up. You know what I'm saying? He 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 repackaged himself and put his thing together. You know? And shout out to the brother on here. Drew um, Ice, This is the brother, he's from... Uh, Flatbush zombies, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to uh your whole continuum, you know what I'm saying, your whole collective dealing with the uh the Beast Coast, you know what I mean? Dealing with that whole family because when we left cinematic music group, uh I think Johnny Sipes went and he signed up Big Crit and then he signed up Joey Badass, you know. Okay. But um that was the same situation That was the same environment That they lost capital Steve's over there I think he was on the roof Of that building You know what I mean And I'm not gonna get Into them conspiracies And that brother His number was 47 No it was 40 Was it 47 or 42 Right I think it might have been 47 Which is a powerful number Right Um. You know So it It, it be It be a lot of shit You know what I'm saying? It'd be a lot of stuff that people, if they want to make conspiracy theories about something, you know, it's easy to spin these things. But at the end of the day, it's like, what are we really extrapolating? You know what I mean? From from all of this speculation. Now, numerology is just a a, a record to say, look, something is always going to point to what it needs to point to. And the fact that it might be pointing to the fact that this man had messianic energy. Now, we have to explain that to the audience because they might be clueless to think that, you know, the only the only way that somebody is comparable to Christ like them is if he's Christ like he got to walk on water. Oh, no. X, Y and Z. Let's say that this man, let's say that this man
0: defied
1: the temptations. Right. Of his environment He rose above the temptations That we can say Yeah that's Christ like He rose above Those demonic temptations Of his environment You know what I'm saying He was not He became uh, He was initially A product of environment That turned his environment Into his product Right And unfortunately Ultimately was consumed By that energy Right You dig what I'm saying Yeah So The Christ like aspect Of what we look into This individual To say is Look, he was triumphant by way of adversity. You know what I'm saying? The odds for him were zero coming where he came from. He defied those hard, those odds. Yeah, he
0: the
1: he defied the, the temptation of that community to say, come down this road, young man, and eat of this apple and do of this and do of that. He was like, nah, I'm going to go against the grain. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to do better than that. I'm going to set an example for the downtrodden. I'm gonna set example for the people that don't have no outlets. I'm gonna set an example for the people who can't see no way out. That's Christ-like in this yeah. particular time.
0: He was the beacon right? of the hope for his...
1: Beacon of hope. When your discipleship, you know what I'm saying, is is forgotten and downtrodden and ain't nobody fucking checking for them, but you putting on, right? And you going back and making sure that everybody's situated and good and you hiring people from that community. You dig what I'm saying? That's the catharsis, that's the, the alchemical process that all of us should be looking
0: to, 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 to implement. And when you're dealing with the Christ-like and you're dealing with everything that you just manifested and everything you just said, there's always that one Judas. And it was one individual yeah, yeah. that um had larceny in his heart. And that had jealousy, in his heart. hate in his Envy, heart. Envy, right? Envy. Those, those four devils.
1: Them four devils, that lower... Fuck, that shit that they talking about in the movie Us that we tethered to, right? Y'all want to deal with this, though. Y'all want to deal with the conspiracy, right? (laughs) But you want to fucking give me all of these breakdowns about the movie Us, but some real-life Us shit happened, and you, oh, nah, it's not us, it's them. It's them, right? When are we going to deal with Us? When are we going to take the opportunities because the universe affords us nonstop opportunities leading up to this demonstration? I've been speaking on this shit since January 1st about how the universe is providing us with opportunity to look in the mirror and deal with us. Mm-hmm. And we keep fucking neglecting it. I don't want to de- it. Kelly this. Nah, nah, I don't want to deal with it. You know, fuck them little girls. They was asking for it. I'm like, no. That is the universe's putting us in play mm-hmm. to become stronger, Beings and people, if this supposedly is the jubilee year where we're supposed to be coming out of bondage after four hundred years, what have we done to to prove to our Father who art in heaven that we're worthy of the motherfucking keys to the kingdom? That's right. You know what I'm saying? We don't protect the women, we don't protect the children, and we don't protect our messiahs, right? But we expect we got a handout. People got their hand out looking for government uh, reparations and and checks and shit. And I'm not going to get into the politics of that.
0: I'm just saying, look at yourself. Look at yourself. What makes you worthy of these things at the end of the day? And that's why there's always a conspiracy When someone dies that has a statue of that magnitude, it's just like, you know, the government did it and, you know, we got to protect our leaders. The conspiracy is niggas is conspiring not to do nothing about the situation. That's what the conspiracy is. And the problem is, is y'all saying we got to protect our leaders? Nah, we got to protect each other. And that begins with, you know, know, we we, got to turn this around, man. And like Marcus Garvey said that we are a race of people that is cursed by petty differences. And um, we got to get out of those petty differences. I, w- I wanted to um to go back to numerology, right? Yeah, yeah, and then, yeah. And then we can move forward from there. Now, we know that with Dr. Sebi, when he passed away, right? Yes. It was 30 years before that that he won his case. Okay. So we dealing with go the number th- 3. Go them 3s again.
1: again. Yes.
0: That's a very important number and we're going to keep coming back to that, you know. And then in the supreme mathematics and the universal language of the nation of gods and earth, you yeah, know, yeah. 3 is understanding. Salute so, to um
1: Clarence 13. Next. Yeah, Salute you know, to the to the family, the god bodies they got the street dedicated to absolutely. them this past yeah, Saturday. Brother down he was there, you yeah. know, let's not let that story go unmentioned you know cuz we still talking about that seven energy that god energy at the end of the day christ like
0: at christ like it all goes back to it so online people are saying that you know this was a conspiracy by the government because the brother was about to make the documentary on on Dr. Sebi and um you know a lot of people you know was trying to debunk that and um whether that is true or not, one thing that we do know is that that's not something that's far fetched because the government has killed leaders. Granted. Has, has killed those that has spoken out. And and let's just don't look at just Dr. Sebi. Granted. There was um I think it was it got up to nine uh holistic doctors that all died under mysterious death. Right. You know, so there is it's more than nine. Uh, it's more than nine, right? Yes. Uh, Yeah, so there is a systematic plan to stop those that are teaching natural living, uh, eating natural, and um, making sure that you don't rely on the pharmaceutical companies to get medicine that you don't need for your body and how you can really rid your body of these toxins and diseases. But one one of the things they were saying, um, and... Brother, he said something profound. He mm-hmm. said, um, I don't want to make like losing Nipsey life, but y'all got to relax. Dr. Sevy was teaching his health methods way before many of us was born. His court case was in 1987, which I told you. Um, 32 years ago, actually. He died 30 years later. If it takes the government 30 years to take out a threat to the medicine industry, then they can't be all that powerful. Facts. And, and then he said, no, the conscious community been promoting him and shedding light on him for years. Y'all acting like Hustle had a career because of Sebi. He was his own man who stood for things that are more dangerous than a documentary about a deceased man, about cures for AIDS and cancer that was well-documented elsewhere. And it is well-documented. So just the notion that a person would get killed before uh, uh, of because of a documentary, you know. Um, you teaching the same things that that will be in that documentary. There's a lot of people in the community that's teaching about health, this, that, and the other. So, it ain't about a documentary because even if they stop the documentary, they can't stop each of us from teaching each other. They can't they? Can't and that's stop the each movie. One, so each
1: yeah. One. So their intentions today was to make Sabi an international fucking talking point. <laughs> right. Where Google, yeah. I'm sure that he's a trending topic on Absolutely. Google, where everybody is Googling this man now mm-hmm. because contrary to popular belief, the the the, the general public does not know. He's a pop star, mm-hmm. but the general public does not know who Dr. Sabi is. They know now, just like the general public don't know who Nipsey Hustle is. They know now. They know now. You feel me? So I don't I don't see I don't see the I don't see, you know what I mean? Okay, they they killed him for making a documentary that's not made technically. You know what I'm saying? You martyr somebody and make them larger than life with the hopes to what? The documentary ain't going nowhere.
0: Yeah.
1: If anything, it's even more in demand. Yep, someone else. Right? Somebody else can step to it. So I don't really see where the leverage is at in that. You feel me? But once again, that's not us willing to deal with us. And that's the pattern that I've seen for us all fucking year, if not all of my life. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. So why not zero in on the real fucking issue, which is mental health? Mm-hmm. Why not zero in on the real motherfucking issue, which is like we said, them lower energies. Right. You got to watch well, them niggas just close to you. That's right. Right. Because name me, What's the last person? was the last person that the government assassinated? There was a quote unquote leader.
0: The last you asking me that question?
1: Because the government didn't assassinate Dr. Sabi. We're going to debunk that as well, Mm -hmm. right? That's another situation that people are not willing to look at to say, look, us, us, people right next to you, family, tethered, money, greed, envy, hate, right? Lower fucking devils killed him, right? And ultimately, we don't want to look at that ugliness. We don't want to think that we got... That type of shit in us. We don't know what we're willing to do for some bread, right? Niggas is out here selling poison. Two chain said he sold crack to his mama. You didn't even mm-hmm. give it to her. You sold it to her. And in the same song, you said, I ain't sell my soul ain't for sale. My nigga. You, you don't that understand soul. that fucking contract that you signed? You sold it. <laughs> and it nigga cash on it at some point in time. You don't absorb yourself from that. Yeah. My nigga. Fuck is wrong with you? So we don't understand the subtleties of these contracts. We don't understand the subtleties of what niggas is willing to do for some bread. We don't understand how bad people are afflicted by going from or, or the illusion of you think that you don't have and you got to have when they'll fucking kill you to get some designer. They're taking that money and buying designer uh-huh. with it.
0: You feel and me? The same the same designer label right? that's going to make sure. So, yeah. You.
1: The same. The same. The <laughs> hood don't give a faces. fuck about. Your messianic energy. The hood don't give a fuck about your missionary work. People in your family don't give a fuck about your legacy. People in your family don't give a fuck about the work that you are doing. You know what I'm saying? They don't care. They don't
0: care. My question is...
1: And they will kill you for your bread. Or they'll kill you for some clout. Or they'll kill you because they're in emotions. Or they'll kill you because they're mentally unstable. So Dr. Sabi said, we all sick. That's right. Right? So the brother got consumed by sickness. He got consumed by sickness. Sabi got consumed by sickness. Our unwillingness to deal that. Di- okay. All right, now we could say that the Europeans is partially responsible for festering a community that plays host to that sickness, right? More so than anything. They've created the environment. You dig what I'm saying? But
0: Bro, like, we consuming yeah, somebody knocks the fire, you the man.
1: fuck out. You don't You don't lay on your back forever. Like, you get up at some point, dust yourself off, you know yeah. what I mean? And get back to scrapping. You know what I mean? You get back to scrapping. Like, I don't understand, like, even people, I'm saying, yo, fall back from the conspiracies and they attacking me. I'm like, bro, my fucking neck been on the line from day one. They told my mother when I was five years old. Five years old. Mm-hmm. If you don't turn state on Sabi, we taking your children. We'll always have an eye on them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Every time I fucking go to court, you see, how, you want to see how thick my father is? They know where the fuck we are. My neck bent on the line. We out here banging on the devil every fucking day. So it's what I'm scared. I'm fearful because I'm telling people I'm trying to absorb the devil by saying, look, take some time. Let the nigga family grieve. You know what I'm saying? And get your facts together first before we start this conspiracy Conspiracy, shit because we're missing the opportunity to address some real shit that is hampering us as a community. And these are these mental health issues. These are these lower fucking energies that are going to consume all of us at some point or another. You dig what I'm saying? Because I spend more time watching niggas around me than I do looking out for the white fucking fans
0: anymore. And that's, that's, that's very unfortunate. That's very unfortunate. And there was a time where... We knew who the open enemy was And we knew for a fact that It's an identifiable person That when we see them on sight We know that they are not of us <laughs> And how how did, uh, um In the scriptures it says You are that of your father the devil But now That same individual Can be someone that's right in your immediate circle And that is unfortunate So what, what, I, what, I, what I want to discuss now is that I want you to explain. Well, we went into a little bit of it. Let's give solutions. We're going to do this for about 10 minutes, right? One of the solutions I would like the family to have, and they can always go back and listen to this broadcast, is that when a person transitions,
1: how yes, should they deal yes. with that
0: grief? Okay. Let them know a little bit more about that seventy-two hour period. Yeah, you spoke
1: on something that was very key. You know what I'm saying? And once again, you know, I did a post yesterday where I was talking about the movie Us Mm -hmm. and being tethered, and I said another way that we could look at it, right? Because they got the floods in Mozambique, Mm -hmm. and nobody's posting on that. Nobody, nobody's sending no energy to the family, but they won't talk all this African shit. So I'm like, no, you're tethered. You cat the African part of you is underground that you keep hidden. You only bring that shit out when it's time for celebration. Yeah. Your dashiki's in the fucking closet until the next <laughs> Black Panther come around. So by blood, you're tethered yeah. to the yeah. African aspect of yeah. you, but on the surface, you keep professing how American you are. Mm-hmm. A dose, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you keep professing how fucking American you is. Yeah. Where's the African aspect of what you do on a daily? There's tradition and customs that you should keep up to show your connection to your ancestors. Mm -hmm. So one of the main things that's African ancestry is that even Kemetic, we allow 72 hours, right? The con, the bar, you don't touch the body. Now, we can't practice that today because we don't even own our own fucking carcasses where that body has to go to the medical establishment in these hospitals. Mm -hmm. So we can't even say, I'm going to keep the body for 72 hours and put it in a place where it's not even touched. You don't even supposed to touch it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We don't practice that no Even more. Even like
0: in the Muslim religion, right? Twenty four hours. Twenty four yeah. hours they, don't they gotta wrap it? They gotta wrap
1: it, but yeah. no embalming. They deal with that. You deal with your dad.
0: You supposed to deal
1: with your dad. Yeah. The entire fucking comedic situation was based around the death ritual, right? There's nothing more important than the transitional period. Right? So when you're talking about a level of quote unquote peace, there's nothing that we can technically do to bring son back or anybody that makes transition but the only thing that we are responsible for is to say i'm going to safeguard the body and give you the peace necessary that you need to cross over because they run around in the realm for 72 hours getting certain things done and then they got to go so this society this world that we're living is overrun by disemboweled spirits that have not made the transition because we no longer bury our ancestry. We no longer bury our people in accordance with anything traditional so people are not even transitioning over. The whole fucking realm down here is overcrowded by disemboweled spirits. Mm. And any of you niggas who know any spiritual work know what I'm talking about. Okay? And Anybody I'm, who knows some fucking spiritual work or been to a cemetery and knows how to communicate with the other side knows what I'm talking about. They're not making the loop. They're not going back and getting processed and coming back anymore.
0: So in other words... It's overcrowded down here. dead, which is those that are not initiated in the teaching, is burying the dead. Facts.
1: And that's causing a crisis. Because now, because it's overcrowded down here, you got all of these disemboweled spirits becoming, you have people that are walk-ins. So the psychotropic drugs, the mental illness, the abuse, right? This causing all of these fractional aspects of, you know, people's mental illness, they become walk-ins for spirits to jump in them because mm. these spirits don't got nowhere to go
0: anyway. Going back but, to the movie Us.
1: Yeah, it's a fiesta down here, <laughs> right? And that's the very single thing that we're fighting against when we talk about certain aspects of health. You can't catch and cure everything, but it's like, look, we got to take these particular steps to make sure that we're not aiding assistance to our own mental illness because there's a spiritual aspect that goes along with this. Niggas would love, right? The sloganisms... We don't fight against flesh and blood. It's higher principalities that we're at war with. You're talking spirits now, right? Right? You're talking spirits. But uh, a person infested with parasites, that person is the psychosis that we see in our community could be directly related to that too because people saying they hear voices in their heads. That's parasites. (laughs) Worms are more intelligent than you. Parasites are more intelligent. They older. They're more intelligent than you. So they're running the show. They got niggas flipping out and then eating the food and assisting with all of that, living in these toxic environments. You know what I'm saying? All of this is assisting with the toxic, the toxicity, toxicity that we are reflecting and retracting on one another. Minus the fucking white man.
0: Where we gonna take things into our own hand? Y'all heard that? Minus the white man. Where we gonna take matters into our own hand?
1: Forever. Right. Yeah. Nipsey would tell me, Yo. You see a fucking vacant lot. I see a building. He had vision. Got a lot of land in the South. This brother, shout out to the brother. I hope you watching this. Um, You can't be woke. You can't be woke and broke, right? Oh, yeah, the brother yeah. on IG. The brother jumped on stage last night at the Apache and gave a riveting fucking speech where he was talking about the fact that we had a billion acres at one point. We got a million right now. Hmm. We have a million collectively at Melanated people. Ted Turner, as one person, owns more fucking land than all black people put together. That's a travesty. Ted Turner, one man, owns more. Right? So, what are the fucking contingency plans for these people that are so concerned with our condition as a people? What are the contingency plans if this cracker is so fucking horrible? Either one or two. For us to break off and do our own things in this particular um diasporic, quote-unquote, land that we exist in, especially for the Moors and everybody else saying that we're indigenous to this land, where's the fucking plan then? Where's Moratopia, my nigga? Huh? We and for the people that's Pan-African, where's the fucking plan in terms of us getting back home? What is that supposed to look like? 2020's around the corner, right? The fucking stopwatch, it's already, the, the numbers are ticking. The right. countdown has begun 2020 represents a future These numbers Numerologically represents An energy to support it Right? To support it That you should work and with, with the numbers With the numerical energy You should work with that particular energy Because you're going to be supported yeah. So this is when You closing affairs Getting shit done And this, that, and other than 2020 Supposed to be some other shit You know what I mean? So we're not even working In accordance with with the numerical frequency of the said year. To prepare ourselves. To prepare ourselves.
0: Absolutely.
1: Right? We getting caught up in R Kelly. Our shit is what? Hot piss. Oh, hot tea, warm piss, and cold milk. Whole spilled milk. That's what niggas is into. That's the trauma and drama. That's why conspiracy theories connect so much. Because what niggas is conspiring to do nothing about these situations, hmm. but just be fucking conspiracy theories. Oh, the government killed Nip. The government killed Sabi. Well, who's killing the government?
0: <laughs> in
1: response, you niggas is riding out. Or are you fucking crying and complaining about you? You 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 cowering in your corners. Because my mama's still alive, my aunt's still alive. Yeah. So if this fucking documentary is such a threat, you niggas got 24 hour security coming to the crib to make sure that these women is okay? Yeah. Huh? Because they was curing the fucking AIDS. Yeah. So you wait, you niggas need a documentary to come out for all of the fucking shit to be cured, right? Documentary is a one off. When the documentary comes out, everything's gonna be fucking okay. The game is, the marathon continues, the mission continues. Yeah. Who's stepping up on purpose? Who's willing to put it all on the fucking line? Huh?
0: Who's ready to die to live? Because you got to have an attitude to break through. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And niggas don't have that attitude. Absolutely. You cannot be docile.
1: You can't be docile. This fear factor shit is crippling people. So I see fear when I see motherfuckers talking up these conspiracy theories. Mm -hmm. We riding, my nigga, because even if we was riding, there wouldn't be no conversation involved. Mm -hmm. So why you want to be the motherfucker? that they, they breaks the case. All these fucking internet investigators. <laughs> oh, the nigga was shooting good. My he, nigga. He
0: had to be trained.
1: Yeah. The video games teach the little niggas to shoot good. He was They're recruiting the... these little niggas. <laughs> yeah. they, yo, I, I watched a post. Somebody said, yo, they took the 11-year-old to the firing range.
0: Yeah.
1: He was knocking shit down. He yeah. ain't never fucking held a pistol in his hand.
0: Yeah.
1: But he played Fortnite. Yeah. I showed these niggas the article where the army said
0: they're recruiting gamers. Yeah. And they and, and then What's now, the problem? Now there's an article. Cause y'all niggas wanna talk conspiracies? There's an article saying that the army is not getting enough recruits and they're gonna go and start trying to get them as young as 12 years old. Eleven. And and, and put them in like an incubation program until they of age and transition them to the army. And you know who those same people gonna be, right? They're going to be young little Bobby who's going to go to the army and he's going to be indoctrinated to be a patriot for America. And when he comes out, he's going to be a police officer. Yep. The same police officer that's gunning Fax. black men, women, and children. With, with,
1: yeah. with hell of an aim supported by drones, right? Supported by uh, the fucking social credit system where the satellites is telling niggas, oh, this niggas, uh, you know... This motherfucker is, is, is cold red. This motherfucker's cold orange. You got drones following you every fucking way you go because we up here trying to teach niggas who's telling us, oh, you niggas sound like you scared because you don't want to blame the
0: white man on this one. <laughs> man, listen. We've been blaming what? the white man for years. What? We got to take some type- When of- we going to get low where the white man
1: can't watch you and- you can't get off the white man's social media long enough to fucking plan something and carry it through. Stop telling me about the white man, my nigga. We could get Stripe. these acres and get ghosts. right. You don't got to see a white man ever fucking again if that's what you want. And we can save these fucking babies. Like, stop talking to me about the shit that is not solution-based, that don't reflect fucking power. That's small dick energy conversations that these niggas is carrying on continuously, right? That's not going to save nobody. That's not going to inspire nobody wow. to be great. That man said, hustle and motivate. Why are we not proselytizing his messages, his information? Everything that we need to succeed, he left us. Them interviews is fucking packed with gems. You don't got to listen to the music if you ain't into the music or the hip-hop.
0: Listen to the interviews.
1: Even though the, the music got gems in them, too. But if you can't get past the fact that, yeah, he actually was a gangbanger, so there's poison mixed in with medicine. You know what I'm saying? Listen to the fucking interviews. It's be inspired by the interviews. Absolutely. How can one man defiantly have all of them business as one man, but you got a million niggas who don't, you know what I'm saying? They're not driven. They don't have no motherfucking, they don't got one LLC to fucking, to shake a stick at. But one man can have, be a serial serial entrepreneur, entrepreneur, right? And still be a real one, have all of the fucking necessary credentials, this need to, f- to get these niggas excited, right? You have the dream fucking girl, right? He had
0: right? it all.
1: He had it all, and he still lost, <laughs> right? That means it should create a-, a hundred new fucking nips. That's
0: right. That's how you honor your ancestors. And that's what I want to get to, right? Now that we went through what people need to do during this Crucial seventy-two hour transition I'm, period, right? I mean, we're talking about traditionally what's supposed to be done. Yeah, traditionally, right? what's Supposed to be done.
1: What right? well, we have the power to do? Because we, like I said, we 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 can't claim bodies because mm-hmm. the state owns the bodies. That's a whole nother conversation. But niggas are talking about they free, but you can't fucking take a body nowhere, right? For the seventy-two hours. We could do nothing but speak strength to that name, Mm -hmm. right? Rise in power. We could do nothing but speak power to that name because I'm not responsible for the retaliation. So why am I caught up in the controversy? Because I want to get online and Mm chit-chat. I want to be part of the motherfucking Chatty Patty Club. (laughs)
0: You
1: know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I don't want to have nothing to do with that. There's no power in it. It's Mm -hmm. not bringing him back. And my words ain't arrows. They ain't knocking niggas out the sky that's responsible for it, if that's the case. That's right. You feel me? You supposed to get on purpose. You're supposed to be double and triple inspired. You supposed to have woke up five, ten an hour earlier knowing that I gotta do it me. I gotta do it for me and Nip now. Mm-hmm. So what was his uncompleted projects? How am I gonna do this shit? What message was he trying to get out? What did he want the world to know? How am I supposed to show up? You feel me? And if not, just for him, there's somebody else in your family that, that fell too soon. Or do it for yourself. Or do it for yourself. Or do it for them other, because I could give you a long list of motherfucking elders and ancestors whose missions are still incomplete. Yeah. The niggas ain't put on for. Who niggas stop evoking after two years. Huh? Mm-hmm. I could give you a long list of political prisoners who still languishing in a fucking prison that could use some of that fucking energy, energy. that yeah. you niggas got. This fake nigga outrage, right? <laughs> Put it in writing. Tell it to them niggas. Tell them how bad you're going to bang on the government. And, and let them niggas tell you how crazy you look. Because you don't want to spend <laughs> 44 years in a fucking box like they did.
0: Huh? You don't even want to go see them. You don't, you don't even, even want to go see them. Yeah, hey, We got to stop that. But brother. you niggas is tough, right? We definitely got to stop that. Come on, man. We definitely got to stop that, man. You know, you have uh, Mumia still in there. You still got Matula Shakur. And um, I was just listening to uh, an interview with Matula Shakur. And y'all talk about Waco, Texas. He was Waco. What he was doing was Waco, Texas before that even happened where the government tried to come in, into the community and they had to fire and hold them down to protect the community. And you see where he's at. How many people are supporting him? He protected the community. And that's why there is very seldom diehard warriors that's willing to go on the front line because we don't support them. Right.
1: Y'all not, yeah. Niggas is not out here supporting frontliners. Niggas is still supporting scammers in this community. Hmm. The niggas that make the shit look good, right? By for, for whatever falsehood or fictitious shit that they gotta do because niggas is entertained by that shit. Niggas is entertained by that. Crazy. They're
0: not supporting people on the fucking front line. Y'all gotta they support, They need to cut man. that out. Y'all gotta support, man. And I know one thing, man. Fuck y'all better support here. me because I'm gonna start calling all of y'all out. You know? And, um... One thing you got to realize is that you ain't going to get support from everybody, right? And, I, and, and, and this is true in most cases, and I know it's true in my case. Most of your families and friends are not going to support you until other people start celebrating you. When they start seeing that other people are celebrating you while you're here in your life, you know, walking and talking... Then they're going to start celebrating you. And we have to stop that. You know how they say, you know, give people their roses while they're here? You know, celebrate me while I'm here. I don't want, you know, if I ever transition, you know, everybody start talking about my documentaries and do you even have a copy of that documentary? You know what I mean? That? Because the documentary is the same documentary that I released in 2004 and then came back in 2015, right? Then right. 2018. If,
1: if, if this ain't frontlining, what's frontlining? This for the babies. Right. This talking about uh, this uh, school to prison pipeline. You dig what I'm saying? If this ain't frontlining, what's frontlining? And, if you're not assuring these babies to have a future where they don't have to fucking go to school and be and be primed and targeted. And you know what's crazy?
0: I had several people saying, Ryan, you really think they're going to let you say all that stuff? You ain't scared? Scared of what? You know what I mean? They been knew who I was. You know what I mean? They knew who I was when I went to jail. You know? They told me more about what I was doing than I even knew. You know? They told me I was the leader. I wasn't the leader. They gave me the title. And I had to embody that. I had to wear that. You know what I mean? People around me was telling me I was the leader. Okay, well, I guess I'm the leader now. What we doing? What no, we doing? You know what I mean? I'm already in trouble for being the leader. You know what I mean? And, you know, that right there is something that you don't even have to put yourself in position for leadership. You know, you always talking about they always killing our leaders. Nah, they killing everybody. They are killing everybody. You know what I mean? You a leader. There's a, there's you just a, ain't yeah. get it yet. You there's a I mean? there's
1: a cancer crisis in this country that's disproportionately affecting melanated people. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There's all kinds of shit taking place, right? But we're willingly killing one another. And I'm not just saying on the battlefields. I'm not just saying, you know, in the hoods with the pistols, by the choices that we make, by the food that we putting in our mouth, Right. You're disrespecting your fucking aunt. You're disrespecting Dr. Sabi every day by the food choices that you make. Stop acting like you care, my nigga. You don't. Cut that shit out. It's disrespectful to people who really know what that shit's supposed to look like, right? It's supposed to look transformational in the lives of the people who give a fuck about themselves, right? Mm -hmm. What are you talking about? Cut it out, my niggas. So it's just like, yo, like, we got to celebrate one another more. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Appreciation and celebration. I appreciate you. I want to celebrate you. I you know what I'm saying? appreciate
0: you too. Actually- And,
1: and this should create a, a torrent, a fucking floodgate, a wave of celebration of one another before the fucking roses hit. I mean, before right. you going in the roses hit. You know how many rappers and, and entertainment people was hitting Twitter talking about, yo, because of you, Nip, I'm supporting- Businesses in my community. I'm buying back my community. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. You think that he knew all that? Nah. You think he knew all that? I didn't know that at the time of his life that he was out here quietly inspiring people in the fucking industry to go out there and make a difference? They was doing that shit quietly. Yeah. They was doing it quietly. They ain't
0: get on camera and put. They didn't get that. on
1: camera. They ain't fucking at him. They ain't tag him. They make it a hashtag campaign. They was doing this shit quietly to say, let me see how this works. I'm going to try this out. This is really not my lane and shit. You know what I'm saying? Or
0: they fucking bluffing. Or they were scared to let other people know that, listen, I am going to be a beacon of hope to my people, and I'm going to empower them, not only mentally but financially. And that's what he was doing. But when you was talking about um supporting one another – yeah. I wanted to come out. I just told you I just had a, a car situation, but I wanted to come out, man, because I seen the flyer. Um, Chef Pablo, you know. What yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold was, on, let me. You was doing, you was doing your thing. Oh, the... uh, okay. Yeah, uh, let I, him, let it let I, him see. You see, you see. Yeah. You know what I'm so, yo, I, I want you to, you know, I got what my mean?
1: all blue on today. Yeah. And, and nip, yo, So, yo, you know,
0: let's, let's end this right because we talked about Doctor Sebi and and you you really went into it when you talked about eating healthy, right? I want you to let individuals know about the CMOS, let them know about your chefing and everything that you do, because this is what they need to do to support you. You know what I mean? A lot right. of times, man, y'all think that there's brothers that's in the community that give these speeches and give these lectures and that we live off of um, race wars and, and different things like that. Nah. The brothers is actually giving you physical nourishment that you should have that you don't get because you shop at Kroger. So this is a brother that's a chef, and we have to support him. And I meant to come out. It was yesterday, right? Yesterday or Saturday?
1: It's the whole week. Yeah, the Saturday and Sunday. Yeah,
0: Saturday and Sunday. And like I told you, I had the situation with the car, so I couldn't make it. It's upstairs. all good. It's but all good. Let them know what you do and how they can get in contact with you. Yeah,
1: you know when 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 Saby dropped his body. You know what I'm saying. Well, my mother called me and told me to do because the cameras came out. I was on one twenty fifth. Yeah, she said you're not to speak about any situation surrounding his death because you don't know. Mm -hmm. You feel me? You're supposed to speak about his legacy. You speak about him, the positive things that he did, what he stood for. And you let these people who pretend that they care know that the mission has to continue. What was the mission? The mission was uh, bioelectric cell food nutrition. The fact that he wanted to get a message to the world that um, melanated people in particular um have a particular uh disposition to eat a particular food that speaks directly to their genetic code that we don't have access to over here. Mm. Right? And those that do have access to it are overlooking it to follow a SAD diet, standard American diet, or the diet of polar bears. Hmm. White folk. You know what I mean? <laughs> but you know, tropically you can go and you could get X, Y, and Z, this food and that food. So the education was about the food. The education was about the the fact that the body is electric. The education was about mucus is the cause of all disease. The education was about raw food. The education was about, you know, lifestyle. The education was about appreciation for mama. You know what I'm saying? The education was about, you know, he just wanted to reaffirm and realign people's mindset to the importance of melanated women and what they mean to the society. You know, and before there was hospitals, you know, there was mama. You know what I'm saying? We didn't have jails or prisons in Africa. You know what I'm saying? We didn't have hospitals in Africa. We didn't have pharmacies in Africa, right? So he also wanted to, to people to know, you know, from a biblical standpoint, herbs are for the healing of the nation. You know what I mean? Everything that you want, nature has already provided. Go back to nature. You know what I'm saying? Go back to nature. So that's what my mission has been. I picked up the motherfucking mantle and I kept it moving. But I was already in motion at the time. So I didn't have to stop when he dropped and pick something up. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I just caught the baton and I kept it moving. So everybody in my family is playing their part. You know, Mama Pill has been curing and doing what she had to do from day one to this day. Mm -hmm. KT the arch degree, profound scientist, you know what I'm saying? Continuously doing what he has to do. Until this day, formulating products, doing the research, doing the decoding, going deeper than Sabi went, right? Continuing the legacy. You know what I'm saying? So I found out doing the information, dropping all this uh, you know, profound spellbinding motherfucking info, decoding and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah. I'm like, yo, niggas don't hear nothing that you gotta say until they full. Yeah. They'd be in the lecture, like, yo, the shit that they thinking in the back of their mind, I can't wait for break. So they don't hear nothing that you got to say prior to that because them niggas is thinking about food because I, I was.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know
1: what I'm saying? But I also been elections where if you allow people to just take it amongst themselves to go and do what they do, they're going to go eat McDonald's. They're going to go because not everybody's there yet. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And you can't hold them to that. You feel mm-hmm. me? They're going to come back to the election. They're going to pass out in the middle when you drop in heavy information because all of the blood just went to the stomach to break down the food. So it ain't in the brain no more. So niggas is just collapsing. So I found out if I feed them first, Mm -hmm. light, but fulfilling food, yo, they would sat with me for 10 hours. Mm. Letting me drop it. I was going to my 44s. I I was going until like three in the morning, just going in and they still was on the edge of their seats. Yeah. Right? Food had them content. So I said, if I take care of the monkey mind first, then I could get into all this deep philosophical shit up here.
0: Yeah,
1: You know what I mean? But your primal urge is your stomach. Yeah, And that's where the, we got the most neurons in our stomach. We got a brain in our stomach, family, it people. It's
0: the way to a man's heart is through his stomach. Yeah, man. we
1: got a brain in our stomach. Science is proven. So I wanted to, and I know that the transition is the hardest thing for people. How to transition into this particular lifestyle. Nobody's really making vegan sound like, yo, this shit tastes good. And, and it's a thing. You know what I mean? And I'm not going to go on a tangent about Impossible Burgers and none of that stuff because we right across the street from Slutty Vegan, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. But that shit is Frankenstein food. <laughs> that shit is Frankenstein food and I don't recommend it. You know what I'm saying? That shit got me like borderline sick when I started fucking with it. Mm. My body rejected it. My body, and, and you, you, you sitting there tweaking, you know, tricking your mind. Your mind don't even know the difference whether this shit is beef or not. So it's releasing all sorts of enzyme and break down meat and the shit ain't it's me. It's genetic engineering, man. It's Frankenstein food, supported by Bill Gates. So y'all niggas want to talk conspiracies? Let's talk about these vaccines. Let's talk about Bill Gates with the genetically modified fucking mosquitoes in Africa with the malaria. Let's talk about it. You want to talk conspiracy? Let's talk about it. They ain't ready for that, man. Right? But leave you fucking Savvy out of that. it. Leave Nipsey out of it. Focus on the fact that they fell, unfortunately, to people who were directly part of their circle who are still hampered by the disease of the lower industry, lower energies. Those fucking, you know, that 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 spiritual principles that, that Paul was telling you about in the Bible, those principalities, jealousy, hate, envy. Right. Pettiness,
0: Nigga shit.
1: So that's that's my part.
0: So y'all heard it right here first, man, on Necessary Blackness podcast, man. Um, Blue Pill, man, I thank you for coming through. Um, He is no stranger here, and it's always a pleasure because I know you bring a different perspective, and I know people um need this, you know, especially in, in, in a time like this. So I hope that we both did y'all a service and y'all got something out of this. If nothing else, make sure you take care of your health. Make sure you take care of your well-being. And make sure that you know who's in your immediate circle and who you have around you. Your mental health.
1: Watch what you smoking. Watch what you eating. Watch what you drinking. Watch who you got around you. Got to watch some niggas that's close to you. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Mob Deep Ben told you. Right, And this is not meaning about, yo, take my eye off the the cracker. But 24 hours out of my day, my nigga, I spend minus 24 with crackers. You feel me? Mm -hmm. Majority of that time is spent with my own people who could get closest to me the quickest. Right? Who got it in for me the most because they feel some type of way. Right? About whatever they be feeling some type of way about. The cracker naturally has it out against me. I know that. I am never losing sight of that. You feel me? But my people, they shouldn't have it out for me. Yeah, That's an issue. What he got, that ain't an issue. Yeah. That's normal. Yeah. What my people got for me,
0: that's a fucking issue. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's an issue. And that's why, you know what's crazy, man? Um, I remember... I was traveling and um, we had to stop and pick somebody up and, um, you know, we was in the hood hood. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. My only concern was, yo, make sure you lock the car so nobody don't break in the car. The people that I was with, they didn't want to get out of the car. It was like, Raheem, you don't want to just run upstairs and go get them and tell them to come down? Nah, yo, go upstairs. did you say you got to use the bathroom? And it was like, yo, individuals was afraid to be around our people. You know what I mean? Now, if we was in a lily white town, you know what I mean? Then it's cold red. I'm on alert. But, you know what I mean? Like, you know, yo, listen. Folk, right? Yo, I, I told him, look, man. Y'all want not wait right here. Y'all can wait right here. I don't walk with fear. You know what I mean? These are our people. You know what I mean? If if, if we scared of them, you know what I mean? What are we and, doing? Like, and what are we, and, and we let down yeah. the flag. Then the real open enemy, that's when he's going to come in. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yo, we got to have love for our people, man. And I'm not saying now you walk in the situation blindly because the reality is, man, there is some people amongst us, man, that will um do us in. But what we got to do, man, we got to start making samples of individuals, man. When you portray the cold and you show that you're disloyal, you need to be cut off. If there's ever a telltale sign that someone is around me that's in my media circle and don't have my best interests at heart, yo, let me tell you something, man. My block game is heavy. Damn, I be you. blocking people. I cut people off. I don't even have to deal with you. But, um, yeah, man, let, let's keep it 100, man. Let's stay 10 toes down, family. And um, is there anything you want to address in your last closing words?
1: Man, like I said, you know. If you in the Atlanta area with Dada ATL on the weekends, I got that Chef Pablo Cosmic Kitchen popping. Come and get some real food. Come and get some food that, you know, makes you feel like a a better person, makes you feel better about yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like, let me help you transition into a healthy lifestyle. You know what I mean? So we can stop making excuses. You feel me? We got to build this army up. One of the sisters said, uh,
0: a blue pillar." Truth with no fluff. Uh, Natea, she said, "What's the number? I'm sorry, Natalia. Um, we did you this got the call in lined up. Yeah, yeah, we ain't, we ain't, we ain't put the call in and and through today. Um, because I really wanted to give the brother a chance to speak, but I got. I promise you, next time we're gonna definitely have the call in. So, um, with that, man, I want to say peace, man. Um, I'm definitely coming out. Are Are you gonna be at the um the vegan fest? Last year you was there. I had bought some stuff from you. You know, it's, it's-, it's
1: a um, a vegan de- fast detox type situation. But the the thing that the sister Naima is having, yeah. yeah.
0: But when we was over here, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm gonna be there. All right, I'm gonna be there. Right.
1: I'm also looking to be at at
0: the meet out. Um, I think that's April six. Is that the one that's at Metropolitan College? Yeah, yeah. yeah I went there. Yeah. I went there one year. Yeah, um yeah. I'm gonna at... come through there, man, because I I gotta start moving out, man. Moving around, man. I yeah, c- kind of got lazy, man. Come outside, come outside. I been, <laughs> yeah, you gotta come outside. Come, nah, come I be working people. on these projects, I man. You. I be writing. I be I you know what me, I mean. Then you know I got side businesses, but I felt bad because. You know, the month of February, I'm always everywhere, every event. I ain't go nowhere. And sometimes, you know, you got to take a break from it. You know what I mean? You got to step back. You got to handle your personal life and your your personal business. But I was feeling bad because everybody was hitting me up. Yo, Rod, you coming through? You coming through? And I, yeah, look, man, I didn't make none of that, man. But y'all know, man, I'm always here. I'm always in the community. I'm always accessible. If y'all need me, man, most of y'all. Well, shit, everybody got my number, my my (laughs) public information. Yo, call me, man. Holler at me, man. Let me know what you're going through, man. I am your brother. I am here. And um, whatever I could do, let's make it happen, man. yeah, all right. Always us, never them, right? Always
1: us, never them. That should be the slogan in the campaign for the rest of the year. The good, the bad, and the ugly. Always us, never them. Let's own this shit. You feel me? The only way that we're going to get stronger is by looking within and dealing with the weakness that's within, and dealing with that shit. You know what I'm saying? Dealing with that shit, cornering that shit, and motherfucking ironing it out. The only way that we're going to get stronger is dealing with the weaker aspects of self. You know what I'm saying? Always us, never them. Always Always us,
0: never them. Remember that, man. And peace to the gods and the newly transisted ancestors, and may they spirit. Guide us into a better place so that we will have a spiritual awakening and we will come into that God-like consciousness. We will come into that Christ-like consciousness that we talked about. Make sure y'all share this broadcast. Peace and black power. I'm out of here, family.
1: Hustle and motivate.